Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, what up, Yin's guys? This is Kim Hacera here with Bravo, East Coast Housewives. It is a Thursday. I'm feeling good. I hope Yin's guys are feeling good. Now, before we get to the main course meal, the Jersey Housewives people, I'm going to talk about the current news on Bravo and what people are talking about nowadays. I like to call it, what the Bravo? I mean, really, it's basically what the fuck, but what the Bravo has a much better spin to it, if you ask me. Now, first topic of discussion. Ugh. And when I heard this, I was so sad and upset, and I literally wanted to call the Bravo Network, so whatever the phone number is, can someone literally just tell me? Because I'm about to call someone up right now, and I directly want to talk to Andy Cohen and just ask him, why? Why is this happening? Because, you know, he's my best friend, but he doesn't know that he's my best friend yet. So, yeah, there's that. But apparently... A housewife update. It is not Jersey. It is not Potomac. It's not New York. It is glorious OC. You know, I'm not shocked that it's the OC because I feel like it always comes back to the OC. Why? Because it's always coming back to my girl, the queen, my queen, Vicki Gunvalson. Okay? So apparently I read that Vicki Gunvalson is leaving the Housewives franchise after 14 beautiful, emotional, entertaining, everything that you would want in a television series. After 14 years, people, she is leaving I am super upset about that, and I'm wondering why she decided to do this. Now, I read somewhere that she is in the process of doing all these new things, one being she's creating a podcast called Whoop It Up with Vicky, which is basically genius because that's her tagline, whoop it up, whoop it up, and she's going to whoop it up like a motherfucker because she is a queen. Anyways... So I'm really upset that she is leaving, and I don't really know how the OC is going to recover from that, because guess what else fucking happened? Tamara Judge also announced that she is leaving the Housewives after she's been on, I think, for 12 seasons, I think, around that time. But she announced that, I think, a little bit after Vicky did, and then I read somewhere Tamara unfollowed my best friend, non-best friend, Andy Cohen, on Instagram. And I guess whenever she had an interview with him, he kind of called her out and, you know, asked her, why did you unfollow me? And she was basically responding that she unfollowed a bunch of people, uh, Bravo liberties and such, because she didn't have to, she didn't want to deal with the shitstorm in her DMs her stories, anything Instagram. She didn't want to deal with it. So she said something to Andy Cohen like, out of sight, out of mind. I just didn't want to deal with all that after I announced that I was leaving. Um, But yeah, as I said before, I really don't know how the OC is going to recover from this huge, huge, shocking news that both Tamara and Vicky are leaving. I mean, what the fuck? 
What are the Tres Amigas going to be doing? I have no idea. Shannon Bedore, I will be praying for you because, I don't know, is Gina or Emily, are they going to be your new Tres Amigas? Because, I don't know, from the past seasons I've seen with these ladies' interactions, I don't see it happening anytime soon. If anything, I would see more Kelly Dodd bringing on the Tres Amigas. But you know what? Kelly Dodd is solo in my book because she doesn't give a fuck and she's just going to do whatever she wants because she's a badass queen as well. Now, the other big news that was mentioned, I believe it was last week, it was the seating chart of my gal pals, the Jersey cast, because they just did their reunion uh, session, I think, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or whatever. So it leaked out. And we all know the arrangement of the seating chart of the ladies. Of course, we always have Andy Cohen in the middle. And I will say from the left to the right, it is as follows. You have Jennifer at the very end. Then you have Dolores. Then you have Teresa. Then you have Andy, Margaret. Then you have Melissa. And then you have Jackie. Now, I guess a lot of people are having a problem of the way that the order was. And in my mind, I'm like, calm the fuck down. First of all, it's not that serious. Second of all, they, I'm sure, did it for a reason because obviously, What the hell happened this season or what is happening currently this season? Margaret and Teresa putting their dukes up with each other. So, of course, they're going to be sitting closer to Andy because Andy wants all that action and it just makes for better television. Also, Jennifer and Jackie, I can understand them being at the very end of the couch because they're not really doing that much this season. Also, the other women have been on the show for much longer than those two have, I believe. And why would they be closer to Andy? I mean, first of all, if I was living in New Jersey and I was on the show, you bet your bottom dollar like Annie, I'd be sitting, I'd be like cuddling right up with Andy Cohen. Let me tell you that. But I don't really know why there are so many people that are making such a big thing about the seating arrangement. Listen, don't y'all have time to do other things with your life? I mean, it's really not that serious. But isn't it serious? Because it kind of is. Like, what? who the fuck am I kidding? It totally is serious. Like, the seating arrangement does freaking matter. Like, it really does. But you always know that Teresa is going to be by Andy. And I'm assuming... The way I mean, she's like she's like the queen. She's like the Vicky Gunvalson of the Housewives of Jersey. And I think I said that in the last episode, but she really is. So whoever Teresa is feuding with or not getting along with, you know that the other person's going to be on the other side with Andy because it's going to make for a show, people. It's all about the show. Isn't that what entertainment is? I mean, come on, calm the fuck down. Now, another thing involving the Jersey gals Danielle Staub, that's her real last name because I know that I've been referring to her as Danielle Dagger because she'll throw her daggers at you because she don't care. She don't care now. Anyways, she announced that she is also leaving the franchise, even though she wasn't a main housewife this year. um, She is leaving like she does not want to be a part of the housewives franchise. However, I did see in an interview that she said specifically she does not want to be in the housewives with the Jersey girls. Now, I don't know if she's friends with like Ramona Singer or my gal Sonia Morgan. So maybe we could see her in New York City as a friend. I'm not really sure. But you know what? I, I. I don't doubt 
or I won't be surprised if I see her in an episode whenever uh, New York comes out. But anyway, so she is leaving. She announces her departure from the Housewives, and she tells Andy Cohen that she wants to start her own cooking channel, Um, and she told Andy Cohen that on his show, Watch What Happens Live, and so I guess we will not enjoy the feuds that we've been seeing her for the many years that she's been on the show. Um, but you know what? I even remember, okay, so Childish Gambino said that he was never going to make another album. But guess what? He kind of did that. And then, I mean, apparently I went on his last tour. Well, I didn't go on tour with him. I mean, I would be so fucking lucky. But anyways, so I went to go see him perform at the United United Center when he was in town and I know this is totally random but it's necessary and it makes sense with what I'm talking about but he also said that that was his last tour but I'm also pretty sure that he's probably going to do another tour and he's probably working on music right now and you know what it's just the hype of the thing like everyone wants to be on the tip of their toes and they just want to know what the fuck is going on so I think that Danielle's doing that as well as Childish Gambino which by the way love you love you Donald Glover Ooh. Okay, so here we're coming to the main event of the episode. Now, there's a lot of different things going on with each of the women. You have, you know, you have Jackie talking about how she got through her eating disorder and how she, you know, got past it. And that was a very moving uh, moment with her and, and the ladies and Margaret kind of addressing to her mother that she wasn't really emotionally available for her when Margaret was growing up. So that was a very emotional time as well. But I would have to say the biggest thing that I took away from this episode was the discussion of Teresa and Joe's future. Now, when the ladies were eating uh, a lunch... They were asking Teresa, you know, do you see yourself divorced? Do you see yourself staying with Joe? Now, mind you, beforehand, I think this was an an episode or so ago, Joe was on the phone with Teresa, basically belittling her, telling her, if we don't work out, you know, no one's going to want to be with you because you have too much baggage. I mean, he was just acting like an asshole. Let's just be real. Like, he was... A complete asshole by doing that and that was not cool and I get that he is frustrated because he's he's in ice he's in jail you know he can't do anything he can't go anywhere but at the same time this is all I'm saying as Karen Huger states from Real Housewives of Potomac karma is a bitch honey that's what she says because I literally was just watching I was binge watching Real Housewives of Potomac today um humble brag. But I do remember her saying that and she it was just awesome. Anyways, back to Teresa and Joe. So Joe was belittling her on the phone, basically saying if she ends up with someone that's not going to work out because she's too much baggage and she's old and all that kind of stuff. So at the end of the episode, you see Teresa, Gia, and Melania, those are her two daughters, traveling to go see Joe in ICE. And I guess they were an hour in the trip and she realized that she forgot her license and she forgot one of the girl's birth certificates. So, of course, they leave it as to be continued again. So I literally have to go through my week wondering, like, what the fuck? I don't know what's going to happen. 
do they get there in time? Because they have to get there, I think, by like 9.30 in the morning, and they left at like 6. So they're obviously in a huge pickle, let's just say. And that I would probably say that was the biggest thing that got me in the episode versus all the other things that were going on with them. Now let's get to the dueling divas. You know, as last week, Melissa and Jennifer were a part of the dueling divas section. And you know what? Their whole brawl carried on to this week because that was the start of the episode. So, you know, you have Jennifer basically throwing a plate, she says, towards Melissa. But if you watch the episode, she literally threw the plate over there. If you're throwing something towards someone, you're throwing it at someone. I mean, let's just be real. The intention was to throw it to her, even though she's claiming the reason why she did it is she wanted to get her attention. Well, there are many different ways that you can get someone's attention. And I don't think throwing a fucking plate is going to do it unless you want to get your ass beat, basically. So... The duel between the two of them, it just sort of lasted for a second. Jennifer gets up and then she needs to go get a breather. Melissa says, get the fuck away, all that kind of stuff. You know, what you would do if you were fighting with someone. So they're both on their opposite sides. Dolores and Teresa leave with Jennifer so she can, you know, relax. And then Jackie, Melissa, and Margaret stayed because they wanted to fucking eat their lunch. I mean, I would have stayed. Are you kidding me? I love food. I would stay. I wouldn't have left. You stay. You order the food. You eat your food. Respect the restaurant and have a good time, right? Weekly Shade. We're here already, people. Okay. Now... I would say it wasn't as juicy as it was the weeks prior, but I did enjoy after Melissa and Jennifer had their little brawl at lunch. I love the fact that, and I, I think I think Jackie actually said this, even though you couldn't necessarily see it in the episode. So either Jackie or Melissa said this about Jennifer basically saying they wish that the inside of her was pretty and not just the outside. As we all know, Jennifer is very concerned about her appearance and what people think of her. And, you know, that's okay. That's totally fine. But there's a certain way that one can carry themselves that it doesn't hurt other people's feelings and that they don't say ridiculous things out of their mouths. I did enjoy the fact that Melissa or Jackie said they wish that Jennifer was pretty on the inside as she is on the out. Uh, Because I think she I think she could work on that. Now let's get to the quote of the week, people. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. Okay, I should shut up. Okay, so there were a few quotes that I thought were great. However, my fave, 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 fave was dealing with good old gal Jennifer. When they got back to Jackie's house, you know, Melissa and Jennifer were still cussing each other out, blah, 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 whatever. And Jennifer just blows out this award-winning number. And when Melissa is cussing her out, Jennifer just looks at her and says, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Oh my God. I'm like bored of you already. Oh, laughter for days, smiling for days. 
I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was amazing. So yes, Jennifer, everyone should shut the fuck up because you are bored of them already. Okay, we get it. Here's the thing, though. I know I could bet you she is not the only person that's ever said that to anybody. I mean, holy shit, I probably said it to someone and I can't even remember because it probably wasn't that important. And she's probably going to be thinking the same thing. Probably, she probably doesn't even know anymore unless she watches the episode again and then she'll see it. But let's just say five weeks later, she ain't going to remember this shit because it ain't that big of a deal. God damn. So there's just been so much stuff happening in my beautiful, beautiful Bravo world. I can't wait to see what is in store next week. And I will be browsing around. I'll be trolling on the internet, see what's going on with all my housewife ladies. And the most recent news... I will be letting you all know by next week. So thank you so much for listening, you guys. Uh, Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell the bus driver, the taxi driver, Uber, Lyft. You catch my drift. See you guys next week. Bye, yins, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.